0: Hi, welcome to 3Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. All right. Y'all have joined a child's pose in progress. Come on down. Let your eyes fall gently closed and your face soften. So you bring your senses inward. And that you begin to listen to what's going on inside taking the energy out of the expression and the external communication that we all do all day and is really necessary. But here you're allowed to rest those senses and fine-tune the ones that move inward, your <laughs> sense of self, and also the more kind of tangible senses of proprioception and interoception. Big words that mean feeling where your body is in space and feeling what your body is doing inside. What are the first few things you notice about that experience, the internal experience of you? There's that... Big question, how are you? You ever get that question in a text? Has anyone ever answered the question, how are you, really well in a text? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Because it takes a little bit. Right? There's a lot to how you are. Have a few moments. It's not a one-word answer. It's not an emoji. There are some deeper things that may not have words. There are sensations, emotions, energetic tones. Our mind is a meaning maker. I love to define and label and judge, criticize, analyze. Instead. You're allowed to simply notice with the intention of understanding. And once we understand, to respond. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. And take cat and cow pose and round, arch your spine, move around, and and, uh, just Get a sense of what's going on as you move. And so, less about the doing of the thing and more about the listening and the understanding, picking up on small details. And if the mind has some repetitive thought patterns, picking up on those without getting stuck in them or following those trains of thought. Taking this cat and cow into some different uh, shapes where you can move it forward and back. You can move it side to side. You can move the ribcage around in circles. Start moving in directions that appeal to you. Start addressing any of those things that you're picking up on in your body. Send your breath. Any place that feels stuck, like you're smoothing out rough edges or loosening little caked on energy bits. Next inhale, come on back to center, tuck toes. And when you exhale, just sit your hips toward your heels, a little stretch of your feet. And maybe this feels really great where you are. If so, stay. Maybe it's too much. If you went back too far, there's some sharp burning sensation. That's too far. These are your feet. You walk on them. You need them. Be good to them. Maybe it feels good and you want a little more. Start to edge your hands back just a little bit by little bit. Uh, If it's really concentrated in your toes, roll back. Be sure you're on the balls of the feet. You can keep walking your hands back. Keep walking your hands back. You can pull the knees off the floor if you want. Start to walk back toward a low squat here. Yeah. Breath in. Breath out. You're going to walk back out to hands and knees. of the feet to the mat, and now this is like just melt the tops of the feet into the floor. Just let them get soft like you're just releasing every muscle in your foot. Even if you don't know what those are, imagine they're all letting go of the bones. You take your right shin across your left calf and just lay it on there. Sit back until you feel some, uh, well, good pressure. And then slowly rock the right shin Across the left calf. So you're sitting your hips back, like they're gonna to go toward child's pose. And the thing is, like you're playing the violin, like shin bone across the calf is rocking. Um, those of you who uh, participate in MFR, you'll know this from uh, called the bone saw, but I prefer the violin. And then undo that, come back to center. Little raindrops with the uh, the feet, so a little tiptoe, like just shake that out. And then one more time, like melt the feet down, just let them get soft. Then left shin going to come across the right calf. And when you first do it, probably not much going on. If you have a lot going on there, totally cool. Stay. Start to sit the hips back. The weight of the left shin bone gets heavier and heavier. And then you just bring it across. If you're not feeling anything where you are with it, uh, it's good to kind of go on the calf muscle, down low, start, and then kind of move your way up and see if there's any little spot that you get to. But you can like like, take from a violin to like a fiddle. Like, a, oh, no, Just kidding. Uh, but unless, you, unless you really dug that metaphor, then I'm not kidding. You know the difference between a violin and a fiddle, right? Violins sing and fiddles dance. Is the, uh, come back to center, ease off of that. We're going to tuck the toes again, sit back, he- hips toward the heels, and then rock forward, little raindrop with the t- hip toes, with toenails. Sounds like we like the raindrops in here. <laughs> All right, go ahead and let the feet again one time melt down. Walk your hands forward. Your hands forward, you're gonna rock forward toward that really kind of nice lazy upta. And then when you're uh when you're complete with that, rock back toward a cat pose that wants to be child's pose. So. And then you can come forward with a really lazy upta. Lazy, not sloppy. And then you pull the abdominals in, you round the back, you make a cat pose as you come through center, but then you take that cat pose back toward child. One more time, you come forward. You press in the hands, navel to spine. When you get to the hands and knees, you're making a cat pose and you're sliding that cat pose back toward child. Back to center, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, come on up to down dog. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Imagine softening all the muscles on the face, like all the muscles are letting go of the skin. Lips gently close, and you breathe in and out. That's actually something, if you have muscles of the face. Right? They move the skin rather than the bones. Thank God they don't move the bones of your face. Right. So you just when you're thinking about relaxing your face, it's muscle letting go of skin, right? which is a uh, for any of us that, that may have those, those tiny little fine lines on our face. Uh, yeah. You're just relaxing all those by relaxing the muscles. Those fine lines are great because they make you smile and you laugh and they're great. But the sensation of relaxing your face muscles letting the skin go. The skin feels smooth, the face feels smooth. And in that space, we're a little better suited to breathing well. Right? So focusing in on the muscles of the throat that pull breath and press breath out, those ujjayi muscles. They're deep. And often the tension around our throat, face, neck, is in the, in the outer muscles. We're going to soften those so that we can work those inner muscles in the service of the breath. Next inhale, come forward to a high plank. And when you exhale, you're going to lower all the way down to the floor. Hands underneath your elbows. And do define what are your shoulders and what are your elbows. Just uh, good body awareness. We're going to peel up to cobra Fan your hands out into the mat, fingertips down. Pull back with the fingertips, and then release down slow. Good. And take some rounds of the cobra. Keep your hands spread wide. Keep the thumb and first finger the L shape right there. The knuckles where your thumb and your finger meet your hand. Keep those down. Just they don't have to jam down to the floor, but they're staying down. And then each time you come up, use the finger pads to pull. Pull back. And so you're trying to pull yourself forward on your bed. Okay. So get into real detail of how things in your body are working. This idea of proprioception, and teroception. Right. Just dialing into what's working. What's creating tension or stress for you? Are there muscles in the back of your neck creating tension? When you do this, are you creating tension in your hands? Or can you create strength and and Power, really. They're not the same thing. Tension and power. Kind of opposites. Well, stress. Like not necessary. Pulling back with the hands. Pressing them down. Get one more breath. And release slowly down. You know, rest a cheek on the mat, a face cheek. Uh, Let your arms come by your sides. Go palms down toward the floor. Just feel the mat underneath your hands. Squeeze your shoulder blades in toward the center of your back as far as they'll go with your hands on the floor. And then release it. Again, pull the shoulder blades in toward the center of your back. Palms stay down. Squeeze the arms. And then release. We're just getting what this arm motion is like. One more. Pull the shoulder blades in towards the center of the back. This time, stay. Stay with that action. Squeeze your legs. Keep the feet on the floor, but squeeze the legs. Keep the hand on the floor, but squeeze the shoulder blades in towards the center of your back. Keep doing that. Lift your chest up off the floor. Take your gaze toward your mat. So Now we're in uh, basically hands down, feet down version of locust right? then continue to squeeze the arms and legs to lift keep the original action of the shoulder blades squeezing towards the center back keep palms facing down they can hover above the floor however far they go but often we get focused because hands and feet are easy to move right instead of moving from center we move from them keep the squeeze of the shoulder blade. keep to squeeze of the back of the legs let the arm bones and leg bones go as high as the muscles of the core, the more central muscles, take them. Then exhale, slowly release down, turn the cheek to the opposite side. Breath in and breath out. We're going to slide the hands again underneath the elbows. Just go back and and we're going to be a little different. You're going to go to a place where your palms are flat, where you feel like you've got a good positioning for the hand on the mat, that you can press the hands down really firmly. So for some of us, a little in front of the elbows will be fine. They're not forward under the shoulders. They're back underneath the elbows as far as yours will go. Hands pressed down. Just make an imprint in your mat. Draw your navel center in your neighbor since you're in so much. Potentially, uh, your front body starts to lift off the floor. Maybe not, but you feel like it could. Right? Press the tops of your feet down. Squeeze your legs. You're going to press from here to a kneeling plank. Just go straight up. Chest and hips leave at the same time. Good. Then we're going to lower. You're going to try to get your chest to the floor. Just a little before you let the hips and belly go. So stay here. Most common thing when we try to press up off the floor, and it's not wrong, is that we'll peel up starting at the chest, moving up to the belly, moving to the thighs. There's nothing really wrong with that. We're going to integrate more. We're going to try to get the whole body from shoulders to hips to move together. So breath in. And then press your hands and feet down. Squeeze your legs. Lift shoulders and hips same time. Nice. Shift back to down dog. That looked good. Did anyone feel the difference in the second time they did it? Anybody? Everybody? Yeah. Okay. We don't do much going to the floor and pushing up like that in yoga for real. Why are we doing this? All? Just to feel how our body works together. Right? Do you need to do it like that every time? Like, like there's, there's nothing, your, your spine is not going to break if you don't. Why do we talk about stuff like that? It's just to a bring our mind from the monkeying around it can do when we're not paying attention. Right? You ever notice like you first start yoga? Like I was paying attention, like the whole class, and I wasn't thinking about my problems. And then you like do yoga for a few years and you can think about all your problems and do a class. Like on the outside, it looks like you're doing yoga, but you're still it's dialing into like those really specific things that gets our mind to drop the other stuff. I wish I could tell you that yoga was magic and just stepping on your mat did all this magic. It doesn't. Paying attention to what your body's doing while you're moving your body does. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward. We're going to take a a ragdoll walking your feet wide. Bend at your knees. Bring your hands to your shins. Press your feet down. Press your shins out into your hands. Press your hands back into your shins. notice what... Activates. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? I'm want to slide the hands up to the hips and around to the sacrum, the flat bone, what feels like flat bone in the back of the hips. Lace your fingers here. And if your fingers lace, great. And if they don't, you could grab a towel, but just see, because right? sometimes like you've been holding a towel for six years, but your fingers can now lace. Right? So, so give yourself a little opportunity to see if anything has changed and if that thing hurts, don't do it. Right. So do from time to time, check on these things. From here with fingers laced or your towel, squeeze your shoulder blades toward one another, bring your elbows toward one another. You got the wings on your back. Your your hands are still at your sacrum. and This is like Simon says, if you don't move anything that doesn't like Get told to move. I'm sorry, I have to be Simon right now. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. Do not let your hands leave your low back. Get your head drop get heavy. Slide your knuckles up well, up or down your spine, however you contemplate that's towards your shoulder blades. So you start to make the bend of your elbows deeper. This may be counterintuitive to what you normally think this would be doing in the O class. That's fine. You're making more of an, making more of these, uh, wings. Squeeze the elbows toward one another. Good. It'll help to do them more like a, like a fist. Like yeah, yeah. Squeeze. How's that? Makes more sense. Okay, good. Breath here. And then slide your hands back to your sacrum and down to the floor on fingertips and just let your shoulder blades slide around your back and get the shoulder blades unstuck. So you're just mobilizing the scapulothoracic joint, which is not actually a joint. It's a faux joint. Not to be confused with a faux joint. That's a completely different thing. No, ah, in. You open your mouth and let it go. Nice. Release your hands. Walk your feet together. On your inhale, you rise up to stand. Mountain pose. We're draw hands to heart center. Pause. Close your eyes. Feel your body. Undo the grip of your toes, the grip of your teeth. Let the muscles of the face just ungrip from the skin, the skin around your eyes, the skin around your mouth, soften, smooth. You squeeze your legs, you draw in through your waist, broaden out through your collarbones. Let's move into our usual flow. To see if you can do this with an unusual amount of attention. Real interest and almost wonder at the body, how it works and how it works together. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Go as long as you can. Make this a touchstone. Every time you come to mountain pose, really elongate. What's the longest you can get? Then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. Step back. High or low push-up. Remember that feeling of coming off the ground as one piece? Use that here. Push, push, push on the floor and pull the abdominals in. Body steady. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly. Hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Breathe out, forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, reach. Is that as long as you go? Do you go longer? Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Hide a little push-up. And remember that push-off-the-floor feeling. Every time you do a chaturanga, same exertion. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, downward-facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, extend. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Breathe out. Rest the floor. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, Full. Last one, press your feet down. Spread your fingers, spread your toes, soften the muscles of your face, go longer. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Push the floor like you're trying to move away from it. The mixed message pose. Breathe in, upward facing the down dog. Breathe out. Bring your knees down to child's pose. Pause, close your eyes. What did you take from that? What did you learn? If, like, nothing, I was just trying to get through it, right, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but there's a chance there that you're paying attention. You felt something in the mind, like this small thing. What would you feel? Maybe you learned about yoga. Maybe it was this, like, big, huge, ha moment. Maybe it was just about yourself today, like your pinky finger has a cramp. I don't know, right? But there was something there, and it wasn't some monkey mind experience. Right? If you have a monkey mind experience, really simple fix. Listen to your body. Pay attention. Look uh, to your hands. Walk your hands over to the right. Crawl your left fingers a little further forward than the right hand. Then let your head drop. Look back toward uh, your right knee or like you can to the back of the mat. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Undo it. Come on back to center. Pause at center. Feel the two sides of your body. What's different? What do you notice? What are your words or your sensations to describe what you're feeling? And then hands over to the left. Go ahead and watch him walk over there. You get gets the edge of the mat. Right hand goes a little further forward than the left. Then you're going to drop your head. Look back toward your left knee or to the back corner of the mat there. Breathe. On an inhale, come on back to center. Pause, feel, listen with the intent to understand, not the intent to make meaning or uh, analyze with And understanding is always a question asking process, not a statement making process. Next inhale, come one up to hands and knees. Take your right arm up, bow, pull, twist, open up, and then exhale. Bend the elbow, really tuck it tightly, as you turn. Turn your chest toward the side wall. Lay your shoulder down on the floor, or you could use a block or blanket. Extend the arm out. really want to get the chest turning. If you want to get the shoulder to the floor, uh, it's not about the arm; it's about the body. Keep turning your body. Eventually, uh, the shoulder stack. Left hand presses the floor or a block, totally cool. We, either one. Left hand is on the floor pressing. Right arm is on the floor pressing. Knees are hip distance apart. Hips are as level as you can get them. You have hips and you have knees. Where are they in space? Are your hips level? I tell you that some of you, your hips are either not as wide as you think they are or you're just not listening and that's fine. (laughs) Press the arms down and then undo it. Come right back to center, hands and knees. Do check to see if your knees are hip distance apart. That would be knees directly under your hips. Pause. What do you feel? What do you notice? What just happened in your body? And no need to write an essay on it, but what are you picking up on? Then left elbow toward the ceiling. Using elbow to then stack the shoulders and then bend the arms. It's going to help here. Bend the arm. Take the elbow through. Point the elbow towards the side wall. Point the elbow so far through that the shoulder gets to the mat and you feel your right shoulder stacked atop top the left. That's when you know it. Right hand's going to stay on the floor. Knees are going to stay about hip distance apart. They're going to want to go wide, right? For some of us, it's going to be a lot of work to keep that structure in place. Press your hand down, press your arm down. If you are getting just a laze around feeling from this pose, start cleaning it up. No judgment, just start cleaning things up. Get your knees underneath your hips, press the floor with your right hand, press the floor with your left arm. When you do that, you get sensation, yes? And you just start like feeling that like there's like some some dynamic stuff going on. What about this, right? gives you the appropriate amount of sensation for your body. For some of us, like we need a little less. We're just doing too much, too hard. Others of us, we slide easily into these things. And so we got to start working the ground, working our center, getting engaged. Breath in, spread your back. Breath out. Pull the abdominals in to get the last bit of breath out. Then inhale. Come on back to center. Hands and knees and just feel what happened. You don't have to know anything about the structure there. Just like what happened in your body? Where are you right now? Come on up to down dog. Good work. Breath in. breath out, look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, press your feet down, draw your heart forward, flop back, and then bow forward, breathe all the way out. Sit your hips back, dig your heels in, Utkatasana. sit as low as you can, reach as high as you can, lengthen, exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, fingertips on the mat, bend your knees and walk your feet about hip distance apart. That's one heel toe for most of us. Pick up the right leg, extend it as far back as it will go, land lightly. You're in a low lunge, back knee down. Breathe in, reach up. When you breathe out, left arm, comes down, left arm hugs the left side body, left the left hip. Inhale, right arm reaches up. Exhale, come back. Back to center, cactus, both arms. Inhale, reach both arms up. Exhale, hands to heart center, then the mat down to the floor. Cobra pose, peel up, pull the elbows back, pull them in, pull the finger pads into the floor. Are your knuckles gapping away from the floor? Release down slowly. All right, hands down, abdominals in, feet down, hips and shoulders lift as one. Down dog. Inhale your right leg up and back behind. Exhale, bend the knee, bring it to your right elbow. Touch it if it is possible, see if it is possible. Then put the foot down. Breathe in, right elbow toward the ceiling, stack the shoulders. Open your arm, press your feet down, both feet. Don't forget the back foot. Okay. When you exhale, come down and across the standing arm. We're going from violin to cello here. And then up and open, elbow toward the ceiling. Stack the shoulders. Exhale, bend the elbow, bring the right hand down in line with the left. Be precise. Step the back foot up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. You're gonna be here, you might as well be precise anyway. And then exhale, fold forward. Sit your hips back, lift your chest and reach. Squeeze your arms, fan your fingers. What's going on with your neck and your face and your throat? Exhale, bow, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway heel toe your feet to hip distance. Be precise. Pick up the left leg, extend it back. You got time to land it lightly to assess where you are. Bring the knee down and then inhale, Asana reach up. When you exhale, right arm's coming down. Reinforce the base of the pose. Press your feet down. Then inhale, reach the left side body as long as it goes. We're not crowding the right side to do so. Bring it back to center. Bring cactus arms. Spread your chest out wide. And then inhale. Reach out. Exhale. Hands to heart. To the mat. Hands and knees lower. Get your chest to the floor before your hips. Just a little bit before. Peel up to cobra. Hands are flat. Pull the fingertips back. Elbows back. Back of your neck long. Face soft. Release down. Here we go. Feet down, hands down, abdominals in, hips and shoulders lift as one. Tuck your toes, down, down. Breathe in, squeeze your left leg first, then take it back behind you. Press your hands down and forward. Bend your knee, bring it to your left elbow. Don't give up on yourself, go as far as you can before you have to put it down. When you're out of breath, you have to put it down. Left elbow up toward the ceiling and open. Turn your chest. Get committed to stacking the shoulders there. Then bend the elbow. It's going to help you turn your chest toward your standing arm. Reach. Good. Then undo and stack the shoulders again. Left over right. Reach. Tighten your back leg. Press into your back foot. Bend the elbow. Bring your left hand down. In line with your right. Know where you're stepping the right foot up. Then bring the left foot to right. Tidy it. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out fold. Good. Breathe in. Ukkatasana, chair pose. You want to flow through a lunge citation? Pay as much attention as you do the details in those uh, more complex things. Exhale, fold. On your fingertips, heel toe your feet apart. Be precise hip distance. When you exhale, pick up the leg, extend, land lightly. Use the inhale as your cue to come up. Use your exhale as your cue to bring hands to heart. Chest in line with front thigh. Hands down. We're going to go to low push-up unless you want to go to the floor. Then breathe in. Upward facing dog. Hands and feet press down. Same way when you're trying to get off the floor. Same intensity. Breathe out. Down dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly First. Then take it back. Enjoy feeling that arch all the way up. The arc, all the way up to the toes. Bend the knee. Bring it into your right elbow. Try to touch. When you got no more breath, set it down. The inhale is the cue to come up. Enhance the heart center. Reach fingertips forward. Step the back foot up. Then neaten everything into feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Oh, get empty. Sit your hips back. Breathe in. Ukitasana. Hips way down. Heart up. Fingertips up. Lengthen. Exhale. Oh. Really get in there. Are you in there all the way? Breathe in. Lift halfway. Heel, toe. Feet, hip distance. Pick up your left leg. Extend it back. Tighten it. Hover it. Be in control of it as you sit down. Wait for the inhale to bring you up. That's your cue. It's like being in a play. You don't want to step on somebody else's lines. Hands to heart, then to the mat. Press the floor as you lower. So That idea of like getting everything off the floor, it's here. It's here right now. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Squeeze your left leg tight. Take the foot up in that art and notice every piece of that. It's not a throwaway move. Bend the knee. Pull your abdominals in. Tuck it leg tight. Then shift your body forward. You can get the knee there. Step. Press. The inhale brings you up. Not before. Hands to heart. Fingertips forward and step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. good work. Breathe in. Ukitasana, chair pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back high or low push-up, either way. You're making that action of pushing the floor away, right? Chaturanga is just mixed messages. You're doing that while bending your elbows. Breathe in, upward facing duck. Breathe out, downward facing duck. Bring your feet together. Breathe in, squeeze right leg tightly and take the right leg up and back behind you. Bend your knee. Bring it in toward the center of your chest, toward your heart. Then rock that whole thing forward. Step as close to the center line between your hands as you got. Right hand. Take it forward as far as you can reach your right hand in line with your right baby toe. Just look at that. Just look at it. See it. Press into your right foot. Come up. Left hand to your hip. You're going to turn your hip up when we're in a variation of half moon with your hand on the floor. It's different. It's different. If you got the default that you always grab a block, you always do something, that's just different. It's just different. Squeeze your upper leg, take it up as high as it goes. Just feel what that is. Bend the upper knee. While you're here, you're just here. Where is your foot? Just like in your own understanding, inside your body, where is the foot? Maybe you don't know right now because you're not used to this position or listening to your body in that way, that's fine. See if you can figure it out and then slide the left hand back toward it. Maybe you touch it. Maybe you uh, tap it. Maybe you grab hold. You're slow release to forward fold ragdoll or child's pose. Either one, whichever one just gets your body you know, into a good place for you. That is a simple body awareness balancing work. There is no goal in that, besides you understanding where you are in space. You kind of get from that, like you're in a really mixed up, weird position for that. Yes, it's different. And uh, one thing about yoga, like we get our poses, and we're like, oh, this is what half moon is. This is what I do every single time. This is how I do it every single time. What happens after years of that? You're just doing the same thing the same way every single time, and. You really can think about that rude thing somebody said to you yesterday that you were just gnawing away on, right? Or what you got to do tomorrow, right? Fight the Sunday scaries, man. Do things and We are going to a yoga practice, do the same poses over and over again. You're going to need to bring this amount of awareness to the mundane, right? To make it not mundane. But one of the things we're doing right now, right here, is just like giving you that beginner lens again, right? Like... Nobody knows what's just about to happen, right? and therefore we can pay a little more attention. Or we can get stuck in those same old, same old ways and just stay in the rut. Like If you want that, I have no judgment, stay in your rut. Most people don't go through all the trouble to get to their yoga mat to stay in a rut. Release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. Right? That's the reason we don't teach rut classes. Uh, if, if, you know, if 100% of the people wanted to stay in a rut, we would teach rut classes. <laughs> Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Here, extend it, feet down, fingers up. You've been using your body for a while. You might be able to get longer. The feeling gets longer. Exhale, bow forward. After you've been really paying attention to your body, things feel different. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back high or low. Either way, you're pushing the floor like you want to get away from it. Chaturanga is just that. Bend at the elbow at the same time. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Press your hands. Press your feet down. Everything's trying to get up. Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Bring your feet together. Breathe in. Tighten your left leg. Take it up and back behind. Bend the knee. Bring it into your chest and rock as far forward as you can go. Don't think about sitting down. Just think about rocking as far forward as you can go. Then foot down. Left thumb. Put it in line with your pinky toe there. Then slide the hand as far forward as it's going to go. Press into your left foot. Take off. Right hand to right hip. So basically you can think of this as, if you want to think of it as something, it's like half moon and standing split got together. And that's all we're doing. We're doing like a hybrid of the two. Squeeze your upper leg. right? Just as high as it's going to go, it's going to go. Find that edge. Then bend the upper knee don't do anything yet. Don't grope around for the foot. Don't do that. Don't grope around in yoga. Just don't. Don't grope, I mean, maybe like not in life either, but like get in touch. Where is it? If it's way out there, if your knee is not bending a lot, no big deal, but there's a good chance your hand's not going to get back there. Can you squeeze the hamstring a little bit more? Then if the foot feels like it's in reach of your arm, like, like do that math in your head, if it feels like it's there, slide the hand back. Just slide the hand back and maybe the fingertips just graze it. Fine. Maybe you tap it. Maybe you tag it. Maybe you catch it. Don't give up the rest of the pose to get it. Right? Are your left toes still pointing forward? Take a look at your foot. Is it still pointing forward? Or did it give up? some ground to get the foot probably like you just like check and see breath in and then a slow release of this come on down to a forward fold that we're going to bring knees down to the mat and up to stand on the knees and the lightest babyest camel here just like oh baby camels are cute man like that's before the camels get all like funky looking like baby camels are cute Squeeze your shoulder blades together, lift your chest. I spent two years living in Pakistan as a kid. Baby camels are cute. Older ones spit at you. Press your feet down, lift your chest, and then exhale. Slowly come up. Oh, my God, camel was a rest for the first time ever in your life. your hands, step back down, dog. (laughs) There's only one way to make camel a resting pose, and that's to do that weird half-moon thing before. (laughs) All right. As my goal at the beginning of August, is I'm going to somehow make camel, like a pose that's like a break from something. Today was the day I figured out what that was. It only took me 20 days. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Good. Look through your hands, walk or hop to seated. Take the soles of your feet to the mat, point your toes straight ahead. And as many of you guys know this, we're going to do this one a million times. Actually, catch your shins, lift up. Right Right hand's going to go behind and you're going to turn your body to the right. Turn your body to the right as far as you can without using any of the arm. Did you pull on your left leg to get there? If so, uh, you know, no big deal. But bring your uh, knees back over your ankles and then left arm gently across the right leg. You guys guys know this one if you've been here a while. Uh, But press your leg into your arm. It is the unusual thing. A lot of knees I'm seeing, you've pressed your right knee back to your left. That's not it. Press your right knee out into the arm. Left leg's not going anywhere. Feet are hip distance apart. And uh, if you want to look down at your feet, that means they're in line with the, the sitting bones, right? And You don't probably see your sitting bones, but get an idea there. They're not together but they're not as wide as your mat either. The leg pressing into the arm, leg pressing out, right leg presses out, to keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pressing. Just meet that with the work of your arm. Still seeing a lot of right knees moving over towards the center. Push the right knee out. Yeah. Breath in. Breath out. Really push the right knee out into the arm. Just meet it with the arm. Turn as far as you go. And then undo that, come back to center. Hands back behind. And lean back into them a little bit. Press your hands down. Find a good position for your wrist. That could be fingers forward, fingers out to the side, fingers back. Totally up to you. Press your hands down, press your feet down, and lift up into table. Check out your feet. Heels down, ball the big toe down, ball the baby toe down. All right. Typically, we're going to lean on one side or the other. See if you can even out the work of the feet, breath here, and then breath out, slowly release down. We're going to walk the hands in again, catch your shins, pull your spine in. Right, I'm going to turn around so we can go the other way. Right. And then we're going to get the twist without using the arm, so just hold steady in your legs, hold steady with the right arm, left arm back. And you're turning your body to the left, as the rotate as far as you go. Take the right arm across the left thigh. All right, now everybody do this. Everybody push your left knee in towards the center. Right? Now this would be the the usual way we'd work a twist is like, like their arms want to move things around. Our legs are not used to doing the uh, the kind of movement action. So do the opposite now, Bring first of all, bring these back to their, uh, you guys were good at dramatizing that. That was a really good dramatization. Press the leg out into the arm and just feel what happens there. Then just like we're not going to over dramatize. Just stop pressing with the leg. Just stop pressing. Just stop any work in the leg. Do you feel how your, your knee is now slowly sliding in? Just gave up a little ground. Push it out again. Right? Yeah. So now you've got this, uh, it's kind of like a, an arm wrestling between your arm and your leg. You're just trying to stay steady there. Right? But it's going to take a lot of work of the outer hip, outer thigh to do that. And you're not going to be able to turn off that attention. That's one of the reasons I love this so much. Like you can't, you can't go to sleep on yourself here. You can't start thinking about your stuff. If you start thinking about the stuff, the knee will go, right? Press the leg out, press the leg out, press the leg out. Let it help you turn, turn all the way. Also, do you guys feel your abs when you do that? Is that weird? That's so weird. Good. Yeah. I mean, if there was a way to detox yourself, I'm pretty sure this is it. Or exercise your demons, whatever. (laughs) Come on back to center. Unwind. Really good. Hands back behind. We're going to do something a little different. Take your feet out just slightly wide. Uh, Don't call the yoga police here. Turn the toes out just a little bit, just a little bit. So your feet are just slightly wider than your hips. So just turn that a little bit. Hands down, press your hands and feet down, lift your hips. If you had a moment of like, oh my God, that was so much easier than the last one, uh, always do it like this. Press your feet down, press your hands down, hips way up. trying to get like hips and shoulders in the same line. Good. Yeah, this, this pose is not about dropping your head back. This pose is about getting your hips in line with your shoulders. And in fact, don't drop your head back. The only time you should is if your hips are already hip in line with your shoulders. And then slowly release down all the way to your back. Grab a block on your way down. Slide the block underneath your sacrum and feet in the air. If you did feel a lot of relief in that second one or a lot more ease uh, of getting into the pose, that's a sign that your body structure, your geometry wants that second one. Not that it's any less than or modified, but just that like, because we're all put together a little differently, um, because we are not all BKS Iyengar, uh, in his heyday writing the light on yoga. Uh, we will all have a little different shape to get into that. So it's not really a modification for uh, intensity as much as it is get your bone structure in the right place for you. So use it if it worked for you. Use it to maintain that pose longer and uh, get more muscular action. Because what happens for a lot of us is we get stymied by the the shape of the first one and we can't really get up as high. Right? And that's not going to change in your bone structure. Let your eyes fall gently closed. Let the muscles release the skin of the face. Let your shoulder blades get heavy to the mat and arm bones heavy into the floor. If you want your hands at your center line, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. If your hands are on the floor, try going palms up. So a really nice way to uh, practice that and give you some more space across the front of your chest is palms up. If you need more stability, uh, you could have palms down. You could also consider uh, changing how the the block is underneath you so that you have really more stability. If you ever feel like you're clinging on in this pose, um, time to to shift the block around. Take a few moments to just locate Pieces of your body in a really unusual positioning. Hips are a little higher than the heart. The bottom of the lungs a little higher than the top of the lungs. So you're going to have more challenge bringing breath all the way down, all the way up, depending on how you look at it. Into your center. And then it's going to be a little easier to get breath out. Utilize that, but the weight uh, of the legs, the weight of the hips, the way of the internal organs, helping you get breath out. Get out what's old. You get one more breath here. And slowly bend your knees in. Soles of your feet to the floor, press them down, lift your hips, slide the block out of the way, walk your feet wide, knees over to your right, so you're in a a windshield wiper twist, and uh, all knees are pointing right, just In this room at home, all knees are pointing right. Roll onto your right shoulder and sit up, extending your left leg out into half straddle. So you'll be facing the right edge of your mat, and it'll just be super easy to extend. It's a super easy transition if you just let it be. If you make it complicated, it'll be complicated. Lift up and bow the center of your straddle. Wherever you ended up is totally fine. Uh, Just bow the center of your straddle. Slide Then on an inhale, slowly rise up. And take the right leg out too. You got a, a straddle, straddle. Lift up. Bow forward. Inhale. Come up slowly. You're going to bend your left knee. No hands. Bring your right leg around and turn toward the front of your mat. You're in a seated cross legs. Lift up and bow forward. on your inhale slowly come up we're going to lean out again plant your hands and your feet in whichever of those positionings hip distance or a little wider and turned out works for your table and sometimes what happens if you go wider when you uh, to get up to get access then you can walk back a little uh are in to lift a little higher right? just getting into it same thing with wheel breathe in And then slowly come down, hips down, spine down, head down, breathe in, walk your feet out wide, breathe out, knees over to the left, pause here, let's just get uh, in agreement that all all the knees, all your knees, everybody's knees point over to the left, you're going to roll onto your left shoulder, come up. And as you're coming up, you just extend the right leg out. Now you're set up for one-legged straddle. Fold down the center of your straddle. I'm just so pleased that our collective understanding of right and left in this moment. Yeah. It only took us almost 14 years to get here, but here we are. Inhale, come on up to seated. Take both legs out. We got straddle again, lift up and about Yes, all the props, whatever you got, give yourself props. on an inhale, come on up to seated, and you're just going to bend your right knee, bring the left leg around, left leg's wrapped in front, lift up, and bow forward. Open your face, your throat, the tops of your shoulders, the back of your shoulders. And on your next inhale, come on up to seated. Hands back behind. We're gonna lean out one more time. And take the foot position that works best for you here, hand position that works best for you. Press down and lift. Bring back that feeling we had in the beginning of the locust shoulder blades. that Shoulder blades squeeze in toward the center of your back. And then slowly release down all the way to Shavasana. Let us just go. Steady, slow breath and, and movement just like any other Vinyasa. Once you get there, assess what's going on. I just have a few moments to listen with the intent to understand. And it sounds like such a crazy thing, but so many of us, we have been living in a world where we're so disconnected to this, to listening to our body, to listening to our energy, to listening to things that are real, they're very real, but our mind supersedes everything, that it may take a little while you know, listening to a foreign language. Okay. And again, one of the ways we get in trouble when we're trying to listen to foreign language is trying to like yeah. think in our own head instead of just listening. Listening to a piece of music, if we try to deconstruct it, oh, what chord is that? Oh, what time are they playing in? We miss the song. So you're just listening, you're just picking up on what you pick up on. Maybe it's the temperature, the texture of the floor, the air. Maybe your stomach's growling, right? Maybe you feel your heartbeat. You just notice these things and then without making them mean something, without giving them a label, have a breath. What else do you sense? Certainly, if in this you notice something that really needs you right, to change, right? You notice that like you're, you're really in pain somewhere for sure, changing. We also have impulses that, that don't really need us to react, we have errant thoughts that want to pull us away from ourselves. Into the drama of life or other people's stuff. You just notice those, like anything else, as if you had noticed the, the texture of your map, there's the texture of your thoughts. Keep noticing, keep listening until all that's there, the peacefulness of you in this moment. you're ready to move again. Start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. The edges of you come gently alive. You know where you are in space. You know where the outer edges live. Roll to your right side and curl in. You know where center is. Up to seated. Find your sitting bones. Ground your sitting bones to then rebound. Check in with the positioning of your body. Are you leaning forward or back? Can you find center? It just needs to feel like center to you. If you're not sure, Try a couple things. We'll draw hands together, placing thumbs to sternum and then lifting heart to hand. Keeping that lift to the center of your chest, thumbs to forehead center. Take a moment, notice how you feel. Good work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Well done, super tough. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. See you soon. You.